0: If you have been asking if healing is real,
1: stick around and find out that healing is for real and we don't mean maybe. My name is Tony
0: and I am Zane and we are two witnesses and representatives
1: of the miraculous gospel of healing. Boom and, and bam. I am Tony Myers,
0: and I am Fuego
1: on the mic again. <laughs> am I still not on the mic? Get on the <laughs> mic.
0: Uh, today. Holy brother Tony, mentioned some mentioned something consonant. The warfare mindset that seems to be plaguing believers. And I think this is something that we really need to, to slow down on right here. So, in this episode, we want to slow it down. So, Holy Brother Tony, unpack that for them, please.
1: Mainstream Christianity. Because I always make the statement I'm not a Christian, I'm a believer of Christ. Mainstream Christianity comes from cosmic warfare mindset mm. is what I call it. Mm-hmm. It is us versus them. Mm. God. Let me put God over here versus <laughs> Satan. All right, there right. we go. Yeah. This mindset is not what Christ walked in. This is the warfare mindset. And what it does, it puts us against peace. It puts us against everything of God we're no longer walking in the garden as we've been talking about. There is no conflict in the garden. The conflict comes when we're outside of the garden. Mm -hmm. The conflict comes from just as we've been talking about when we are trying to acquire because We don't feel we have it. So now we have to fight for it. Right. And this is the warfare mindset that most of Christianity is in, including the us versus them, which spreads hate. And this is you are not acquiring morality, you know, Hmm. because... Christians are taught that you are the morality police officer. You've got to point out when everybody else and put them in handcuffs when they are not maintaining a moral standard.
0: That's so true,
1: So then, and using that premise, so therefore you look at Mark in Mark 16, where Jesus is saying, go ye forth into all the world. Now that becomes go conquer everybody, enslave and kill those who, are not, who, do, who do not have the correct morality.
0: Hoo-hoo.
1: That's not what Jesus presented at all.
0: I just said that again. <laughs> no,
1: that, is, that is
0: exactly what I think. That's <laughs> <laughs>
1: exactly this what is, I think. Bro. This is the, more, the more warfare mindset. And it is being double-minded. And it's going against everything that God represents. It goes against His very personality. It goes against what Paul states: "Be at peace with all men." Mm-hmm. But we think we're the moral, the morality conquistadors. <laughs> We need to handcuff everyone who's not living up to the moral standard. Yeah. Yeah. Where did Jesus look at the, the, the crowd of 2,000 plus people that when Jesus talked about cannibalism and eating flesh, right? And they said, that's a hard thing to swallow. And they turned their back on Jesus. Where is Jesus running after them with the war club? Hmm. Where is he going after them, telling them, you're all going to go to hell? He's not doing that. The warfare mindset does not belong in God's kingdom. This is how we are erecting our own barriers. How can you be in peace and in conflict at the same time? It's an impossibility. Right. (laughs) But because the way we view Christianity by a moral standard and that we're responsible for our brother, so therefore, if our brother is sinning, we have to beat the heck out of him, put him in handcuffs, force him to not sin.
0: And tell him you're correcting him.
1: And tell him that you love him <laughs> while you're executing him.
0: <laughs> hey me. It sounds like real terrorist business, eh? Yeah, but because they're not, because they're not physically harming somebody, they believe it's okay to do that on an emotional level, on a spiritual level, and it's possible.
1: Why do we think that in the U.S. people are out against Christians because we Christianity? is not upholding what Jesus Christ taught by any standard. You cannot, you cannot pursue peace with hatred. But yet that is what most are invoking and putting out there is hatred. Hatred for any perception that is lacking.
0: Yeah. Christianity. Go ahead. No, just saying that Christianity has fallen from any level of spiritual function and the spiritual function that they should attribute the whole idea of being assertive instead of thinking that you had war with Satan because he is after all a helper from the garden which means he's only carrying out he can only carry out your orders not only does this perspective contradict the idea of one God Because if anybody could resist God, then that person is, is a God in and of themselves. Correct. Not only is that contradicting the idea of one God, that God is filling all things, then believers should actually understand that if Christ created all things and all things were created by Him and for Him, then even the idea of Satan is created for you. You need to find out what is is what is that idea created for? These things are in scriptures. But they've actually gotten to a point where they become, and I'm saying this with all due respect to all believers who listen to this. But without identification, there is no change. And one of the things that the body of Christ has gotten into, it's gotten into the to the emotional or psychological postures of unbelievers and now within the body of Christ to talk the truth is now being seen as shaming so nobody's identifying anything anymore and whilst you are talking about your shaming you are dying you don't want to stop what you want to do you want to continue to do what you want to do and benefit from the spirit of God that has a particular perspective. Because, contrary to popular belief, every thought can only be reproduced by a spirit. And therefore, the thoughts that you take on determines the spirit that you are of. And some of us, we veer away from the idea of representing that which is of the spirit, and we taking on thoughts from ...people who are not of the spirit. So, just as Holy Brother Tony was saying, even amongst the the believers themselves, there is the exaltation of feelings above word. And whilst you're doing that, your emotions give you, on one hand, there are those who are taking on perspectives that are antagonizing others. And if you identify it, you're said to be shaming them. And on the other side of the spectrum, there are those who... Excuse me. On the other side side of the spectrum, there are those who just live from the perspective of self-pity. And to really identify that you're on this road here that's seen to be insensitive to their feelings. On On both sides of the camp... Those things are fruits of exactly what Holy Brother Tony is speaking about. It's the same fruits. They're just expressing two different extremes where you are seen to be at war with Satan and because of that, there is a necessity to defend yourself. So on, the one, on both sides, it's just a different types of defense because what you're doing in your mind you're also con- you're also formulating and creating a, 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 a character an identity that is revealing that you are at war and one is attacking the other the next one is living by self-pity but that's the victim whereas the next one is the conqueror <laughs> The same just the mindset just been unpacked in two different ways and if you take it further than that, those that actually living on the conqueror mindset, those are the ones that are going out there antagonizing other believers for not believing what they believe. And saying that you had to submit to correction. And the last time I checked, you only submit to your teachers. Because if you're saying that everybody has to submit to everybody who bring in correction, then you're negating what John is saying to test the spirit. You can't submit to the same spirit you're supposed to test. So so we like to use that and go around all over the place and say, well, I'm bringing correction. Everybody's responsibility is is, is to test the spirit. And if your correction is lining up to the word, then you are of a spirit that is not Jesus. When I say spirit here, you can't change the fact that Jesus is inside of you. But by scriptural standard, you can clothe yourself with mindsets, which is a different spirit, and speak words that are not of Jesus. Because nothing outside here is is not spiritual.
1: And the warfare mindset, what it does is it takes vain imagination. And that's how the warfare mindset is fed, and i'll I'll give you a prime example, and I've heard any number of people say this, and that we're gonna kick in Satan's teeth. okay <laughs> um, th- This makes no sense because... If you are believing that Satan is a spiritual entity, guess what? Uh, he ain't got nobody nor teeth. How are you kicking his teeth? True. Sure. It's a vain imagination that spurs this. Once again, because we're looking for validation, so we're looking to be the victor, the conqueror. And these thoughts promote that. And so now we think we're speaking truth. But it's really, we are letting vain imagination, we're letting our imagination lead us into physical emotions, which lead Mm -hmm. us into codependency on the physical world.
0: There's
1: uh, the, all that i
0: have said a mouthful there. The warfare mindset in and of itself is a codependency. In and of itself is a codependency. Because if you self-exist and you function from the spirit here, and Jesus is here, and you believe you are at war with Satan, let me just make this very plain. Self-existence means self-determination. And if Christ is in you, and that is the restoration of self-determination, and you believe that Satan is attacking you, then if you really are a self-determined being, then technically, you are the creator of Satan. You're also saying that that Satan you're talking about comes with the Jesus spirit. That's what you're also saying. Because if Jesus is in you, and he makes you self-determining and self-existent, then if Satan is what you say it is, and you're under attack and you had to fight Satan, then what you're saying is that Satan is in Jesus' spirit. That means Jesus had to go back to the cross. You need to call him back and say, Oi, you didn't finish your job.
1: Or you shadow box him with Jesus. One of the two. <laughs> <laughs>
0: <laughs> right? But this idea, these ideas, this whole idea of being in warfare, and I mentioned this in the previous episode, we as believers, there's only two two perspectives that the Bible presents that you can come from. The codependent one, which is there is a a myriad of creation that you could use as a codependency, but they fall under one category. Mental codependency or codependency of intelligence. And the next one is coming from your own spirit, which is Jesus in you, Jesus in the body. That is self-existent perspective. Those two mindsets can watch the same thing and mean something totally different. Some of us see the mindsets of Satan, like even Jesus, when we see Jesus standing in front of Lazarus's tomb, for example, and Jesus gets upset and he just shouts at Lazarus, and we see, and now the codependent mind, we see, you see that he was at war fighting against Satan. But the Bible's very Bible says you can't put things into the text that the text does not say. The codependent, dependent the, um, the self-existent mindset sees the same assertion as someone becoming single-minded because in single-mindedness, you literally separate all other ideas and you become focused on making this happen. The same thing, the same action interpreted in two very different ways. One is where you, the codependent mind is where you see that there is a reason that this person has to do this to actually, as Holy Brother Tony put, very adequately put it, you are warfare with Satan or you are warfare with something. Whilst in Jesus' mind, he's not even close to what you're talking about. In his mind, he's just maintaining focus. And this is confirmed in that chapter, John 11, where Jesus quotes excerpts from Psalm 118, and Psalm 118 says, says very clearly that the righteous is exalted and valiant. That the right hand of God is exalted and valiant. Exalted, meaning that he's exalted over all creation as the right hand of God. And he's also valiant. Valiant means persistent and determined. Which means if Jesus raised his voice, it's because what he's doing there is becoming single-minded. That he's not considering any other thought. He is re- He's getting up here today. We take that, if you're in a codependent mindset, and you, you create very creative theories with that. Which means that you are fighting something that what you are saying also, if, it's, if Jesus is really inside of you, then what you're also saying is that there is a space somewhere in God, because if God is all and in all, he's supposed to be expressing himself through the very cosmos. What you're also saying right there is that there's a space somewhere in God in a little space where Satan lives, and therefore you are fighting with Satan, because if Christ is all and in all, tell me, if Christ is in all and in all, is all and in all, and in him all things consist, then your theory of Satan is saying that Jesus is the life force of Satan. The same one I want to heal you is the same one that actually has given Satan life to come and take your life. That is not even making sense. It's a contradiction in itself. And that, therefore, that mindset, it starts in the mind and then it develops into character. And so you have people here, as Holy Brother rightfully put it, I love how he put it, because that is exactly how they speak about it as though they're going out there to conquer the world as though they are conquistadores. <laughs> right? And if we take objectively what they're doing to other people and flip it, we will call it persecution.
1: Yes. The same exactly thing. right.
0: We will call it persecution. We will say that we are under attack. We will say this is a terrorist act. Because because okay, it's okay, dude, Je-
1: to other people,
0: once it's for Jesus, right?
1: <laughs> it's all for Jesus.
0: As far as I'm we, concerned, we, this comes back.
1: That's where, that's where we use scriptures as a shield for mistreating others.
0: Yeah. We're using scriptures and we're using our emotions now. You can't see that. No, that, that. That's not that's that's not a godly thing to see, big boy. The last time I checked, the godly thing is never rub right on the mind of the wicked, and if you've fallen into wickedness yourself, then you, what you should be doing is questioning: Is this right? Is what this person saying right? And stop talking about your feelings. I ain't saying that your feelings not valid, but those feelings have you have the wrong reference point. You could be doing the same thing that Paul mentioned in Thessalonians. He says those who reject the teaching. No, Paul is in the position to teach because he was consulted as a rabbi. That doesn't mean you should go out and try to teach people. But there are certain thoughts that are out there, that are of the Spirit. And just as Paul said, just as the high priests, when they pulled Peter and John apart, one of them stood up and said, we should treat this very carefully. Because if these men are speaking the truth, you could find yourself fighting against God. And we live in a space where now we've made emotions more important. And you want to actually anything that's not agree with how you feel, you're fighting against it. And some of you could be falling in the same position when you're fighting against God, and then the same God that you're fighting against, the same God you want healing from <laughs> <laughs> the serious thoughts, the serious things that are not taken into consideration.
1: And we're gonna leave y'all with that thought. Okay. Y'all be blessed. And
0: y'all be healed.
1: And be a blessing. Be means a natural state of existence for a believer.
0: Amen. Bam. And the boom.